Hello and welcome to the Precipice Podcast. It's awesome to have you with us today. Here at Precipice, we believe that we are redefining success and helping you become more effective and efficient at what you do. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Precipice Podcast. I'm here with Toho. And today we're going to be talking about private communication. Last week we spoke about public communication, that's getting up on a stage in front of a person, well, a whole bunch of people, and talking to them and trying to persuade them of something or get a point across. This week we're talking about our private communication lives. How do we communicate with fellow human beings in a way that is effective? So, Toko, how are you? Bro, I am doing so well. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. Um, if you're living in Maritzburg, you would have known this massive dump fire. <laughs> Listen, it's crazy. Um, it, the smoke has been insane. I remember the other day I was driving to Hayfields and it was just covered in smoke. You could hardly see where you were going. It's It was so insane, honestly. Yeah. So I, I was with a friend and I was like, why don't they just like fly over with a helicopter and just put this thing out? And yeah. it's like, Ross, Ross, you sweet, innocent summer child. <laughs> so apparently, because of like, if you don't manage the dump properly, yeah. you're supposed to turn the trash over. Yeah. The methane builds up underneath the trash. Oh, okay. So what, what actually happens is there's this underground fire. So the firefighters can literally like walk on top of the trash. Yeah. But the, the fire the is underneath. underneath them. And so they can't get water down there. Hectic. So, yeah. So it's actually pretty crazy. That's great. I actually did not know that. <laughs> I didn't know that either. But like, yeah, it kind of gives me more respect for like them not putting it yeah. out. Like, <laughs> but it, I mean, because it's hard. Yeah. How do you? I mean, that's insane. Yeah, that's but I mean, I've, I've always like known about like methane buildup in uh, landfills and stuff like that. But I just didn't think the fire would be underground, yeah. you know, because I mean, I, I don't see how that works. But I mean, I guess because of the gas, but. You know, fire needs oxygen. Yeah. And it's underground. But I mean, I suppose the methane gas keeps it going. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's a super interesting phenomenon. It is. Yeah. And I also, this Friday, had the privilege of going to a marketing um, conference. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was awesome. The CMO of Burger King was speaking there. Yeah. And he spoke about how they were able to deliver Whoppers um, to guys in traffic. I just showed you the video yeah. before we started recording this podcast. Uh, Honestly, it's the craziest <laughs> thing. If you can go see that video, like it's, it's so insane how they did it. Honestly, it's crazy, and um, it's honestly cool. And obviously, it was it was online and stuff. So before people start freaking out and thinking you were gone, yeah. no, no, to, the conference was to, an online conference. Yeah, yeah, the online. Uh, I was social distancing and stuff. But like, if you want to check that video out, it's called. Um, the traffic whopper i think it is or traffic jam whopper just google that and it'll come up it's really incredible they yeah. managed to like use uh people's cell phones to figure out that they were there and it's actually kind of scary because your name appears on this billboard it's like <laughs> hey i'm talking want a whopper yeah bro it's it's so weird but i mean hey it's it's honestly like the coolest thing ever yeah and yeah it's actually so sick it's crazy yeah i think seth godin said many years ago he's like marketing uh is either going to get worse or it will become more specific, more personalized and more targeted. And I think in a lot of ways it kind of has gone worse, but also more specific, yeah. more targeted and more personalized. No, it definitely has. And I mean, obviously there's, I think negative like ways of marketing where you, you hear stories of how our apps are listening to what we say. Like you could literally be having a conversation with a friend and be like, Oh, I should, I should get something. And then you go on YouTube 
And then boom, there's that ad of yeah. that same thing you're talking about. It's like, like, how did you know that? So, I mean, <laughs> I that, bet you when I go on Instagram <laughs> just now, there's going to be Burger King all over I'm, the place. I'm pretty sure because <laughs> we've been talking about it for like quite some time. So, I mean, I feel like it, it has gone bad in, in those areas. Yeah. Um, but hey. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be interesting to see where marketing is in a few years. I was actually reading up on, on an update um, of the iOS uh, operating system. And um, they they are coming up with security features that will tell you if, you're f- if an app on your phone is accessing your microphone or mm-hmm. an app on your phone is accessing your camera. That is interesting. So um, I think that's good. You know, yeah. at, at least something's sort of being done to combat um, this negative form of marketing or listening into what people are saying so i mean i, I thought that was cool enough yeah it's just sad that we have to put procedures in place like that you to know stop like malicious marketing it's, it is sad yeah so anyways let's let's delve into our topic today so today we're talking about private communication yeah so we're talking about what is private communication so private communication is one-on-one communication or with a smaller group where you guys are having a conversation or let's say it's a co-worker who's sending you an email or um, a Skype call with your bosses or, or whatever it may be, but it's just the, the one-on-one interactions that we have with people around us. And so that's how we're sort of defining what private communication is. Awesome. So private communication is usually two-way because yeah. there's two people in the transaction yeah. of the information. Remember, in the first week, we talked about communication being the transaction of communication. And in public communication, it's usually just one person dispersing all this information yeah. and the audience is like pretty much at their liberty to just receive this information and yeah. do with it what they please. And I think private communication is a bit more powerful in that sense that um, you can say something and throughout a conversation, we can um, slowly change our opinions and views on something yeah. by mutually coming to an understanding. Mm. And unfortunately, in this day and age, there's a lot of political drama happening right now. And I'm not mm. going to comment on what my beliefs or opinions are on any of them, but we've got like this transgender movement, Black Lives Matter. We've got politics is huge in America right now. And when politics is huge in America, it, it's sort of yeah it comes to us we hear about it yeah and what you often see is these videos of people like screaming at each other yeah and you're really like do you think that person who is being screamed at actually goes home and you're like you know that person had a point yeah i'm glad that they screamed at me (laughs) (laughs) i enjoyed that screaming session (laughs) you know i can assure you as a kid i never felt like that when my mother screamed yeah (laughs) yeah and it's crazy we were talking about this before we started recording and i was just like if only instead of screaming and shouting or or just wanting to get your opinion across Maybe if we took a time to sit down and, and listen to the other person's opinion, uh, uh, we would realize that, hey, actually, I'm not 100% right. And I'm not saying that they're 100% right. But if together, we come together and listen to each other, we could possibly come to a solution that would work for the both of us instead of just saying, hey, I'm right, screw you, uh, type, of, type of thing, you know? Yeah, you're so right. And I, I actually found this to be a very liberating thing i was when i was growing up and when i was younger i used to be the kind of person that always wanted to be right and i still i still don't like being wrong i still like double check my facts on everything and like uh i hate being wrong so in a in a debate or a discussion i would often like um never back down on my point even if i was being proved wrong and 
one of the most liberating things that I've learned to do is to say, actually, you know what? You're right. Yeah. And, and I think from that point is that, and I think this is a massive part of, of private communication or communicating with people, is that sometimes you can be right, but for the sake of the relationship, it's okay just to back down and be wrong. So even though what you're saying, let's say we're talking about grass and, and you're saying that grass is pink, but we all know that grass is green <laughs> or sometimes brown in the winter yeah. when it doesn't get enough water. But because of the sake of our relationship yeah. and that I want us to continue going forward, I value what we have more than being yeah. right. I will say, you know what? Maybe grass is pink. Yeah. Uh, but even though I'm 100% correct, but for the sake of the relationship or for the sake of what I'm trying for us to build, I will back down. And I think that's such an important part that we as people need to learn, especially with communicating one-on-one and building relationships and whatever relationship it may be, that sometimes it's okay to be wrong mm. in order to save the relationship. Yeah. Don't always and, fight to be right. And you don't even have to be wrong. I mean, you don't have to say, you don't have to admit that they're right yeah. necessarily. But it, like what I find helpful so often, and I'm in the business world, yeah. where I'm with people that I disagree with quite often. And what I find to be so helpful so often is to say, you know, what, I don't agree with what you're saying. You may have a point, but let's just focus on this, right? yeah. the task at hand and forget about that detail for now. Yeah. And that's just so helpful. Mm. So we've got, we listened to this TED talk by Celeste Headley and it's on YouTube. I want to link it in the show notes so you guys can check it out. It's 10 minutes long. And this, this lady, she's a talk show host and she's spoken to all sorts of people. And the one thing she said is, hey, I often don't agree with these people, mm. but I let them talk anyway. So that brings us to our first point. And we've taken all these points from the talk and we focused on six out of about 10 that we felt were the most important for this topic. So the first point is listen quickly. So what do we mean by listen quickly? So... I think what the main thing that we, we we're trying to get across with this point is that let's say you're coming into a conversation and, and you're talking about a particular subject. Instead of wanting to go on and on and on and talk about what you think or, or what, what you feel or whatever it is, but maybe just take a step back and listen to what the other person has to say. Maybe just hold on to your opinion. Uh, hold on to what you're wanting wanting to say and just listen to them. Listen to what they have to say and then be able to 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 tell your thing. I'm just thinking now. As a kid, I don't know if you 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 remember. I mean, you have siblings, and if if you have siblings, you you'd run to your parents because um you you all want something at at, at that point, and so you're all trying to talk at at the same time. And and my I know my dad would be like, okay, just wait your turn, let your sister finish talking first, and then you'll get your chance to speak. And and I think it's sort of the same thing. It's like just wait your turn. Let the other person finish talking and then you'll get your opportunity mm. to speak. Yeah, no, that's so true. And I, I think um, that's something that we often do in this day and age is like we'll, we'll often listen just so we can get our word in as well. Like what we're really trying to do here is we, we're really trying to open ourselves up to, hey, we're listening to understand. We're listening because we care. And this, this lady, Celeste Headley, she says in her talk, she says, often you'll hear these like communication hacks, like um, repeat what the other person just said to you to show that you're listening and to show that you care. And she actually says, no, that's a lot of bull. Like 
hey, if you really cared, you wouldn't have to pretend that you cared. Mm. Like, if you were really paying attention, you wouldn't have to pretend that you're paying attention. I just thought that was such a good point. Yeah. And the, the overall big idea that we're trying to get across today is everyone you'll ever meet will know something that you don't. Yeah. And you could be the most intelligent person on planet Earth, um, but everyone you ever meet will know something you don't. Yeah. This is actually a a habit that a lot of well-known CEOs, business people, and successful people do is they carry around a notebook because mm. they never know when they're going to learn something new. And I just thought that was really cool. Yeah, I think that is so cool. And I think one quality that would be so helpful to, to try to teach yourself or, or try to learn is to be as teachable as you possibly can. Uh, you'll, you'll never hear someone say, oh, I hate so-and-so because they just listen so well and they are so teachable. Mm. No one doesn't, no one dislikes a teachable person. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying our goal is to be liked by everyone, but mm. just being teachable is so important. Being able to just listen and learn from someone else yeah. and, and learn from what they possibly have and understanding that, hey, I don't know everything and maybe you have something that I need is so important. Yeah. Well, you know what they say, no one ever listened their way out of a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So the, the second point that we're going to talk about is don't equate your experience with theirs. Don't, don't, if I'm having a conversation with you, I mustn't equate my experience with you. So say, for example, my grandfather has just died and my grandfather died many years ago before I, I was born and the other one's still very alive and kicking and he's good. Um, but say, for example, my grandfather just died and I said to you, Toko, my, my grandfather just died. I'm just feeling so rough, like I'm sad. And you said, Ross, my, my grandfather died a while as well. Um, mm. I've been there. Yeah. And, and, and you're like, and now I'm thinking like, why are you making this about you? you yeah. yeah. It's, I think, I think, so, I think it's unfortunate that so many people do that, that you tell them something it's like, oh yeah, something similar has happened to me or whatever. It's like. Yeah, cool. Something similar has happened to you, but that's not what we're talking about right now. And and I think that's such an important point is that just be able to listen to someone and hear them out. Because I, I think everyone wants to be heard mm. and wants to know that they're heard and they're understood. And so if you're just trying to be like, oh, yeah, 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 you know, you're not really listening, but you're just hearing. And, and actually, we want to listen to understand people and hear them out and actually be like, hey, I get you, instead of just throwing back our two cents so quickly. Mm. And that's so true, hey? Um, And I, I guess we don't realize how often we, we don't do this. I mean, I mean, we do do this. Like, it could be something as simple as, how was your day, speaking to your spouse or a friend? How was your day at work? And you say, yeah, work was really tough. Uh, didn't really enjoy this, the way this person spoke to me had to do this thing and that sucked. And then the other person was like, yeah, my day was also really bad. And I, and you're like, well, I thought you asked me how my day is. Why are you telling me about your day now? Yeah. So like, I think the, the important thing to do is if you ask someone, how is your day? And they've had a bad day or a good day, keep asking them about it. Ask follow-up questions, say, and, and tell me like, how did it feel when, you, when that person said that thing to you? Tell me more about this. Mm act dude well not act be genuinely engaged with what that person says yeah. and you want to you want to you want to help that person unpack how they feel it. yeah and that will just make them feel so much more listened to hmm. that's that's such a good point bro 
Also, the, the third thing we're going to say, and part of this, we, we like to use the word framework a lot, but like just call out our third point is, if you don't know something, then say you don't know. Unpack that for us and talk about Bro, that is, that is <laughs> such an important thing to be able to do. Like, there's nothing that sucks more than talking to someone, right? And, and so, you go, hey, do you, okay, so you're telling them about something. It's like, oh, yeah, I know, I know. It's like, well, but do you really? It's like, yeah, I do. It's like, okay, explain, tell me. And then they kind of start fumbling around and whatever. And and actually, it's so important. If you don't know something, it's okay to say, I don't know. And, and I guess this goes back to to our sort of first point of listen first and be teachable because, I mean, it's an opportunity for you to learn. But if you say you know, then you just missed out on learning something new. And so it's so important not to assume that you know stuff or, or, or saying, oh, I know, no, no. But actually, if you don't know, you yeah. don't know and there's no shame in not knowing you know yeah and i want to i want to elaborate on this a bit like maybe if you know something don't say that you know i mean we've all been there with someone that said you you say hey i just found this person at this incredible talk on how to communicate better and they said this thing and you're like yeah i know mm. what a way to kill a conversation hey, listen shut it down yeah i know yeah and it just makes you sound like this wise ass yeah it does and that and goes back to our big point is everyone you will ever meet will know something that you don't yeah and maybe from that same talk that you supposedly know they found something different that you didn't actually pick up in the first time mm-hmm. so if you had just listened to them you would have heard that same talk yeah. but in a different way in a different perspective and actually learned something else mm-hmm. from it instead of just saying i know and that's the end of the conversation mm-hmm. That's so true. And maybe you just heard that talk, but it's possible that that person heard a talk and then heard a different talk and read a book on it. And they've put all three of these pieces of information together and come up with a totally new, very valid perspective. Mm. But you may never hear that now because you said, I know. Yeah. Secondly, remember, we're talking about it, listening to make a pe- person feel heard. Like mm. you don't listen to gather information only. It's not just about what can i gain from this yes there's value in a conversation for yourself but it's also about what is the value i'm providing for the other person everyone wants to feel heard yeah i don't know if you've ever read the book um or heard of the book how to win friends and influence people by dale carnegie i haven't so it's a it's one of those really old books but it's like one of those books where like every successful businessman will say just read this book it's a good book so i listen to the audiobook and the one thing he speaks about is um, how often in companies uh, a customer will phone and immediately what they'll try to do is try to they'll try to fix the customer's problem like a customer will phone and say hey i have this complaint my internet is so slow i should be getting 20 megabits but i'm getting two megabits this is unacceptable i'm taking you to the newspaper i'm taking you to court i'm suing you and often companies will just try to fix it mm. But the, the funny thing is what this one uh, telecommunications company in America found was, hey, if you just if you train your support guys just to say, I'm sorry, sir, mm. what, what can I do for you, sir? How can I make it better, sir? Mm. And just listen and make the customer feel heard. Mm. Um, they found that their, their, their complaints actually decreased, mm. even though they weren't necessarily increasing their service. Yeah. Incredible. That's hey? crazy. Cool. So our fourth point is be present. Yes. Do you want to unpack that for us? Yeah, I, I think I think there are so many things that we could say about this. 
And like each and every single person to a certain degree understands this point. Because if you're having a conversation with someone and you're trying to be engaged in whatever, you're not going to be on your phone and texting on your phone or you're not going to be staring out the window daydreaming or or looking in a different direction but you're actually going to be looking into their eyes trying to listen intently to what they're saying and so that's what we're trying to get across is that hey if if you're having a conversation or, or communicating privately be present listen to the person talk to the person i mean i know it's irritating for me if i'm if i'm trying to tell you something but you're actually not paying attention it's like okay then what's the point let me not say this so being being present helps someone communicate easier with you and also just helps you listen better. So I, I think that's like sort of the main idea that we're trying to get across with, with this point. Mm. No, it's so true. And like I heard this really funny story about how um, this group of people were at this like business conference, but yeah. like a small business conference was around a conference room table. Yeah. And there was this girl there and she was on her laptop. I was sorry. She was a social media marketer, I think. And she was just on her phone the whole time. And the guy that was telling the story was like, she was just on her phone the whole time. And the, the cherry on the top was this person was talking about um, how to find peace or something mm. in the business, the craziness of the business world. I can't remember what they were talking about. And then this person just pitches up and says, yeah, I find the thing that is very helpful is to be present. And then she goes back to her phone. And, and it's like, what are you talking about being present, present, yeah. <laughs> present? I think she was talking about like meditation. Like, yeah, no, meditation helps me be more present. I'm like, you could be more present by putting your phone down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's so crazy how we like chasing things like meditation mm. and like all sorts of other things to like mm. be present. But mm. actually what being present means is putting aside the distractions, like what we need to do tomorrow, yeah. that, that fight you had with your spouse or your friend and saying, what we're doing right now is co- communicating between myself and you and yeah. that's all it's about yeah hmm. that's so cool hmm. point five point five. Oh, you're gonna love this one conversations are not an opportunity to brag yes <laughs> oh my god there's there's the, actually the other day a friend of mine sent me this picture let me let me read this for you um so uh this guy sent a tweet um and, and so this is what uh his this is what he said so there is a white vw golf uh that parks outside this one corner um and it has seven guys inside hijackers uh and they tried uh following me last night around 20 past seven but my, my mercedes v8 by turbo uh, but I was in my Mercedes V8 by Turbo, so it just wasn't happening. And then he's like, please retweet for awareness. And I'm just like, but actually, what were you doing there? <laughs> it wasn't about the hijack. Yeah. It was about your V8 yeah. by Turbo car. And and listen, nobody likes a bragger. Can I be honest? Uh, I Like, great, you bought a new watch. Well done, you know. Mm. But, you know, unless someone, like, physically, like, oh, hey, is that a new watch? And tell me about it. Don't tell them about it. Yeah. You know, because I mean, no one just likes someone who's bragging and always, you know, oh my God, what do I, look at me, I'm so cool. Yeah. Shut up, really. Just yeah. shut up. It's so frustrating. And we've all been in a, in a position 
you know, conversation where someone's trying to one up you. Listen, <laughs> like, oh yeah, I did this. Oh yeah, I did this once. Like, okay. <laughs> okay. It's like, hey, I went for me sliding crazy. I went bungee jumping. Yeah. Okay, I went parrot skydiving. You know, it's like, bro, just celebrate what the person has to say and, mm. and not try add what you want. Yeah. You know? One of one of the most successful people that I've ever met, and I'm very privileged that I'm not bragging. <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. Um, one of one of like I'm privileged to work in a space where I get to meet a lot of um, affluent people in the business space, yeah. and that's just because I'm in marketing. Yeah. So I tend to meet other people in marketing, and I go to these like marketing conferences and stuff. Um, the, the there was this guy who came and worked for our company as a consultant, and mm. he was a former CTO of uh, what is it, MassMart mm. South Africa. So like game mm. macro. You name it, CTO. Um, he he also worked as the marketing director for Zappa. And I'm not bragging that I met this guy. It would be mm. kind of ironic for me to brag on this point. Yeah. But the thing that struck me about him is he has this incredibly successful guy. Yeah. Hardly spoke. Hmm. He was a super quiet guy, and he literally carried around this book. And I mean, it was part of his job. He was a consultant. And he'd say, you'd just sit down with me and like, you'd ask questions. He's like, tell me about this. Tell me about this. And it's just writing the whole time, writing, writing. And the most insane thing is that at the end of the conversation, he would, he would just basically say everything we talked about, but he would add in like his own insights and information. I'm like, this is a guy that is, that is understanding me. He's listening to me, but flip, he, he has a background. He was a CTO of MassMart South mm. Africa. He ran the e-commerce division of Walmart Canada. Mm. Like, right. But he, he didn't tell me these things. My boss told me these things. Like, yeah. He never brought it up. He never one-upped me. Yeah. Like, and he could have easily. Yeah, I'm like this meager e-commerce guy for the small company in South Africa. And yeah. he's like, he could have easily said, I'm earning like this many times more than you. Yeah. Which he easily is. <laughs> but he didn't. Yeah. And I respected him so much for that. You mm. know, I think that's one important thing about not bragging in yeah. a conversation. Yeah. Just shut up and listen. Just listen, yeah. And I mean, if you have to say something, say it, but don't brag. Mm. You know? Say it well. Say it. just say it to fulfill the point and don't yeah. add unnecessary extras. Yeah. You know, and like for Back to that tweet. He could have just said, luckily, my car was fast now. He didn't have to describe what car yeah. it was or whatever it may be. Just say it to get the point across and not to add yeah. the unnecessary extras. You know, there's a word for that. They call it humble bragging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Humble bragging. <laughs> it's quite, it's a problem in the running community. Is it? Yeah. You, you'll see people say, yeah, I was just running like a five kilometer at like four minutes a K. I'm a bit tired today. Shut <laughs> yeah, up, bro. <laughs> like, no one needs to know. Yeah, bro, just listen. For a listen, I just ran. That's all you <laughs> needed to say, and I would have been okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But yeah. Cool. So this this is our last point. Yeah. Don't be a know-it-all. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't be a know-it-all. I feel like I'm so passionate about this. Okay, and, and, <laughs> and, and I guess it goes back to... to don't try to get your opinion across in the conversation. Mm. Uh, don't don't be a know-it-all. And and you and know-it-alls suck because in a conversation they'll be like, yeah, so there's this, this, and this, and, and this, this, and this. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. And then they they don't allow you to put in your two cents yeah. 
because they feel like they just know everything about the subject that needs to be known on planet earth and and for me the biggest problem about that is that it's so difficult for you to learn something else and it's so difficult for people to talk to you and i know for me i don't like talking to my adults because i mean it's like what's the point yeah. you know anyway so why yeah. am i even talking to you yeah you know so don't be a know it all honestly no it's such a good point and like so frustrating when you talk to someone and we, we did cover this and they're just like yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. You're like, well, why am I talking to you? Yeah, then what's the point? And <laughs> it just kind of kills the conversation. Yeah. So we've gone through these six points, bar, and they were very much inspired. In fact, taken from this talk that Celeste uh, Headley did. It's a TED talk. I'd highly recommend our listeners to go listen to it. Yeah. But now let's let's talk a bit. We've we've talked about a lot about like listening. Yeah. And but like if someone says, Ross, tell me about yourself, or they say. They, they, you know, those people that keep deflecting the conversation to you and mm. they actually want to hear you talk about yourself. How do you approach that? Well, I mean, I, I guess it depends on, on, on the type of conversation and the type of things that you they want to know about. Because, I mean, if it's like normal things like, hey, what do you do? I'm, I don't mind talking about mm. that. Hey, I'm a student. This is what I do. But, I mean, if for you, you feel like it's a bit personal and it's not stuff that you want to go into, it's... It's good enough to be like, hey, can we talk about something else? I, yeah. I don't really feel comfortable talking about this right now or, or whatever. Yeah, you could just deflect and yeah. say, oh, that's not interesting. Yeah, you know? So it, it just find ways mm. to politely say, hey, yeah. I'd rather not talk about this. But if you want to, then go ahead. Because yeah. maybe they just want to listen to you. Mm. And I, I feel like people come across the most interesting when they're talking about what they're most passionate about. Yeah. So... I mean, you could very well, someone says, so tell me about your job. And you're like, ah, that's not interesting. And so they say, well, what do you do for fun? And you're like, mm. I love football. Yeah. I love playing with my mates. And you, you just really start to go off about what you're passionate about. And yeah. people will pick up on that raw, um, like genuine emotion and they'll respect you for that. And I, I think they'll be attracted to this person that's not afraid to talk about what they're passionate about. Mm. No, definitely. Cool. So to to close up, we 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 also felt that in, in talking about private communication, like yes, it's about conversations, but like what about emails mm. and what about WhatsApp? So I came up with this uh, thing that I call the negative feedback loop. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to say I came up with it. You could probably, if you Google hard enough, you could probably find someone else that's come up Ooh, with shit. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the the basic idea. I don't know if you know in your biology uh, we. Um, our hormones work or something called negative feedback okay. and basically your body like if there's not enough of this hormone it sends more of that hormone and oh, it like okay. balances out okay, yes. and i feel like that's how our emails should work so the the four points are communicate feedback adjust execute okay and i was thinking about like this when when you send an email to someone mm. you you could easily say hey i've got this project for you to do do it yeah but the problem with that is you're not inviting feedback. Mm. Okay. So what, what I really recommend and what I find works when I send an email to someone and say, Hey, I've got this project for you. This is when I expect it to be done. Or this is when I'd like it to be done. If you have anything, you can contact me here, but I am going to follow up mm. on this day. So you let them know that you're going to follow up and you're not following up because you mistrust them, but just because you said, Hey, I'm going to follow up. And you can also say something along the lines, please keep me updated. Mm. And so what you're doing is communicating and you're inviting feedback. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's point number one. Yeah. 
Now the second thing is feedback. So when, when we're inviting feedback, I think it's important when you've sent an email to someone and you're wanting a project done, if you never hear anything about it, they could have forgotten about it and yeah. you could be at a point. Um, I think you had a story about what, this one time where you had a disagreement with your friend and, yeah. and like you had said you would get back to them, but you forgot That's about right. it. Yeah. And then he's like, why is this guy not getting back to yeah. me? So I think it's important to indicate that you you will be getting back to the person, mm. but also to ask them to get back to you. Mm. So it's like inviting this two way communication, uh, two way communication thing. Yeah. And then the third point is to adjust. And when when we're talking about about adjust, is once we uh, receive feedback so often, like say for example, I'll say, "So what could you mow the lawn for me mm. on next next week Saturday? Um, let me know about Thursday. We're gonna get it done." And you, you on Thursday get back to me like, hey Ross, this week's been crazy. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna get it done. Mm. Like, I'm sorry. You know, what? I respect that because it's not the deadline yet. Uh, I'm like, okay, cool. The launch is not gonna be done by Saturday, so we adjust. Yeah. So, okay. Next week Saturday. Yeah. Let me know by Wednesday this time if it's gonna be done. And what I've found in my workspace is that people respect you for communicating that you're not going to get something done in time. Yeah. They, they really do respect that. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever found that before. No, but I feel like it's it's just true for like all other facets of life. Like I'm just thinking if you're going to, let's say I said to you, hey, we're going to meet at three o'clock and it's two o'clock and you suddenly have something to do and you realize that you might not be able to make it at three o'clock. Mm. Now, this is not to say that you won't make it, but like the person who sends the text, like, hey, might not make it at three, might make it at this time, mm. even though they're not sure. And even if they can actually make it at three, but they're saying, hey, there's a possibility that I won't. You respect that person more mm. than the guy who sends you a text at like three or five past three. He's like, oh, by the way, I'm not going to make it. It's like, yeah. oh, well, you're not here. So <laughs> obviously, you know, so, so yeah. Yeah. This guy predicted the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the, the fourth thing is execute. And when we say execute, we say we're doing the thing. Yeah. We're getting what was asked to be done. To be done, done. yeah. But what execute do does, and I like to look at this as a circle, is it initiates a new communication loop. Because mm. now you're communicating, hey, I've done this thing. Please let me know if you're happy with it. Yeah. So you're inviting the feedback. Mm. And you say, if for good measure, you can say, I'm going to check if you're happy with it on mm. Wednesday. And I often have to do this with my boss is that he'll say, hey, you need to do this thing. I'll do it. And then I'll, I'll say, hey, I'm done with this thing. Yeah. And I'll never hear anything back. I'm like, were you happy with it? Did yeah. it suck? Did, yeah, did yeah. you forget about it? And the thing is, he's just so busy. He's being bombarded from all directions. Mm. And I'll, 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 I'll follow up with him. I'm like, so were you happy with it? I just wanted to check that you received it. Uh, the project or whatever and he's like yeah it's great thank you for sending that to me mm. and that's what i need to know it's like okay cool i know i've, I've done my job now. yeah so that's just something that i came up with um because I, I felt like we couldn't talk about private communication just in, in the conversation in just, space yeah. but also it's things like sending emails but also uh it's the what is it, the transaction of information yeah and you, you you're moving information around so yeah. it requires a bit of a framework and and obviously uh, we're not assuming that what we've just spoken about is a hundred percent formula that will work mm. nine times out of ten i mean we before we even started this we were just like actually there is no formula there's to communication. no formula. but this is just what we think can be helpful uh, for private communication but is there a formula no 
and and we're not saying that hey if you do this everything's going to go well so don't hold us to that but this is something that we know can help mm, absolutely and um, that's so important to know so i'm talking if you if you could get people to take one thing away from today what would it be i think for me biggest take home point is that in private communications we need to be able to listen more than we talk and that will help us be better uh, with our relationships and how we communicate with people yeah absolutely i think the big takeaway for me is that everyone has something to to give and there's always yeah. something new to learn from someone yeah. no matter how much you know 100 percent awesome so i'm talking we've got a massive announcement that we spoke about last week yeah yeah but why don't you tell us more about that listen we have a website up right now uh, if you follow us on instagram or on any of the socials you would have seen we spoke about it a little during the week but we're going to tell you about it again if you go to www.precipice.co.za you will find our website and on that website we have all of our podcast episodes um our latest ones and you can get in touch with us so give us feedback on our on our podcast what do you think if you have an idea if you have a suggestion anything talk to us and also if you want us to come and speak at your events be it a school a business meeting whatever it may be on on, on we have a couple of topics that we can talk about or whatever it is send us an email and we will get back to you so we're so excited about that and we're so keen to see you engage with us over the website yeah and this this website for us really is a way to engage with our, our followers a bit better and really we want to we want to hear what our following wants to hear we want to yeah. know what people want to know about and yeah. it's not a case of we know everything we'll be the first ones to say that but we we'll do a bit of learning and share what we've learned with you yeah awesome Togo. thank you so much ross brother thank you so much this has been so fun and we will see you guys next week <laughs>